To make us behave quietly at our different ends of the Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz vocalist, pianist, and composer Aztec Marta Rosian. We caught up with her to discuss her debut album, the 2023 CD, Distance. It stands as an artistic statement born of intense reflection on the relationship between the past and present, self and nation, one's inner emotional life, and the call of homeland. She wrote the music in 2020 while experiencing a stark duality, tremendous artistic growth and fulfillment at the New England Conservatory in Boston, and the gut-wrenching news from her homeland of Armenia embroiled in a 44-day war. She is always drawn from a variety of sonic worlds ranging from classical piano, traditional Armenian folk music, to jazz and contemporary improvisation. We cover her life and music and what the future may just hold. Enjoy. It's great to meet you. Great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out today. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. You bet. So I want to begin our conversation with what we went through for the last three and a half years, going through a pandemic. As an artist, how did you get through it and how has it changed you? Um, Well, um, I was honestly, I think I was very lucky because I, um, in the September of 2020, was when I moved to Boston to uh, start my studies at uh, New England Conservatory of Music, which remained open. And um, really, I felt very lucky because although we were getting three times a week, tested three times a week, getting tested three times a week, and it was course kind of like um, an adjustment but um, I was able to make music with with people and although wearing masks and and changing room every 30 minutes and all of that but um, at the same time uh, in terms of that I would that I could make music and study that was definitely um, amazing um, at the same time of course during the pandemic um pandemic was also tough in a way because in Armenia, in my homeland where I come from, there was a war happening at the same time. So it was very mixed, you know, uh, definitely a very transformative time for me uh, in many ways. The growth at, at NEC, but also this living a whole life, life-changing experience with the war and pandemic being far from my family and my homeland. So um so many mixed things i definitely uh, it it didn't feel like two years it felt like i've grown for (laughs) five six years or something it's been a long time for sure well your debut album came out distance that has to feel refreshing and good to kind of re-emerge and have the album how does it feel absolutely i uh you know uh, most of these songs were written in the fall of 2020 so it's been a long time so i feel like i've lived with those songs for years and and i was so ready for them to be out in the world and and it 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 felt amazing to to share to finally share this music with people but at the sure. same time it was kind of also liberating to give this uh out to the world um so uh, Great, great, really great. It was very exciting. Uh, we had a couple of concerts in East Coast and West Coast and um, during this fall. So so it was great. It was great to share with this music with people. And a debut is a big deal. I mean, it's your, it's your opening statement to the world. It's your opening statement, more importantly, to the world of jazz. So what are you ultimately hoping the listener gets from this album? <clears throat> 
You know, the uh, most of this music uh, was, as I said, was written during the fall of 2020. So this is a midst of pandemic. Uh, it really, you know, everything that I was going through at that moment was reflected at this album. And um, at that time when I was writing the music, I didn't think that this is going to end up in my debut album. But, um, but then it just made a lot of sense to document this period of time that, um, you know, especially um, most of it is connected to the war that was happening in Armenia. And um, it wasn't being much talk, you know, at this, at this side of the world, um, people barely knew what's going on on that side of the world. And um, this is definitely my, you know, um, uh, an expression of who I am, who I was at that moment. And my um, musically, it really shows this, all of these different worlds that I come from, sonic worlds, from classical jazz to Armenian folk music. But it also really captures a, a moment of time and it tells a story. Um, and what I thought was that beyond introducing people who I am, if people with this album might learn a little bit more um, about the story of Armenia and what's happening there, it meant it, it would have meant the world to me. And um, it warmed my heart when some people reached out to me, people that I never know from different parts of the world. They said, you know, because of this, we we at least just went and tried to read more about this and understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let me ask you this. How did your music journey begin? I How did jazz become your focus and how did you get into music? Uh, well, I come from a musician family. My mom is an opera singer, a very accomplished opera singer <laughs> with whom I grew up with. And it was definitely, you know, I grew up in, a, in an opera theater. And um, so music was part of my life since the beginning. Yeah. But I started and I studied classical piano since I was five. And it was kind of like no brainer. It was just I had to. I had to do it, but I, of course, I developed a tremendous love towards classical music. But as I was, um, maybe I was 13 or 14 and I heard the first, I went to the first live jazz concert in Armenia. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and since then it had, you know, it completely changed my life. I wanted to sing jazz. Um, but those two worlds kind of went in parallel, classical, classical music and jazz, because I ended up going to the conservatory and did my bachelor's as a classical pianist. But in parallel to that, I was um, singing with Armenian State Jazz Orchestra. I was one of the vocalists. And uh, since I was 15, I was performing with them, but also I had my trio. So I started with very singing, very traditional jazz in parallel to my classical uh, piano um, studies. Um, and then just, you know, NEC was kind of the place where two of these worlds came together. Um, uh, I mean, before NEC, I, I was also performing in Los Angeles for a couple of years. Um, and NEC just felt perfectly right because this was the school where I saw that I, these two worlds really come together perfectly. And and that's where, and that was very liberating because I could, I just, I was just being myself and I, and I was composing and whatever came out just came out, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Who were early influences from the jazz world? Oh, early influences. 
definitely Bear Harris and and you know Buck Powell and Art Tatum when I was listening to uh, you know Carmen McRae was such a huge influence the 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 how expressive that was I think I think I carried that till this day I think the way the expressiveness of Car Carmen McRae when it comes to lyrics um it's something that stayed with me till this day and I I um yeah it's definitely those and then it just kind of developed and yeah absolutely so what was the first live jazz show that you saw that really blew you away so in armenia there is an incredible a jazz pianist Wagenheirapetian who start who's one who was one of the one of Bear Harris's students yeah and he really introduced me to to bebop and so I went to his concert it was a trio and I was blown away it was <laughs> phenomenal to me I was like this is such a different world and then I reached out to him and I was 14 or 15 or something and him and also Armin Houston who was artistic director of Armenian State Jazz Orchestra they kind of started mentoring me in Armenia and then I started traveling to to uh Rome from Armenia where Barry Harris every year would go and give master classes uh and it was such an event I I mean I can't forget those days um so yeah yeah things developed so was it always a dream to come to America uh no I never really dreamed about it I think it just kind of happened because uh well there's a whole story around it but my family eventually moved and um at some point I knew that I'm going to move as well so gradually we all moved but I think it was great I think at some point um I felt like it's really a time for me because I was playing this music in Armenia which um, honestly there are some there's an amazing scene then which is also mild mind-blowing and mind-blowing every time I go back there I'm like how is this even happening um <laughs> but uh but it was time. It was time to to you know to really be around so many musicians. And and honestly, once I started performing here, and now I perform with so many musicians that I couldn't even dream about to perform with. Um, I mean, it was so on. Like we did the album release. First of all, I recorded with with Darik Oleskevich and and um, I mean Christian Newman and and Spardan and all of these people. But also then I did the release show in New York with Ari Honig and Joe Martin. So it was like Steve Wilson. So it's just um, it's been a beautiful journey, and I'm I'm so so I feel very lucky that everything developed the way it developed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been at this for a while. What is it that you love the best about being a professional musician? What what do you look forward to? What what really gets you going in this process? Oh, uh, it's constant curiosity, I think. Um, and never having a sense of arrival. It's I think I it, it never feels enough. <laughs> Yeah, uh, musically, because there's always so much more and you, you feel like you're, you discovered something new, but then once it feels like you catch that, then, then there's so much world yeah. more in the world. And it's just a, a constant, it's, it's, it feels like it's, it, once you're in it, it can't stop. 
um, and discovering more uh, in music, but also everything that is in parallel to it, because it's le- it's also learning stories, life stories, and um, um, yeah, yeah. It's- so why do you love jazz? Yeah, why do you love jazz? Jazz. Um, the well, the the freedom. I think there's so much freedom in it within within a clear. I love how balanced the rules and the freedom are in this yeah. in the music. <laughs> I mean, there is of course so much more, but this is the first thing that comes to my mind because, yeah. um, uh, as a trained classical musician, I feel like that was something that I that was lacking. I think the the um, mm, well, at least when I was younger, I felt like oh, there is the expression is so much limited how expressive you can be or what you can express to this because there is so you know you want to really the the ideal classical performer is really always digging deeper to understand what was the composer's intention which which is i think of course it's 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 you go through that process really with jazz as well but then there is a moment where you can just um break everything and then put it all together again and then always find something new. But now that I think about it, you know, now I think in classical music, it's the same thing. It's just a different a different approach. Yeah. Uh, so that was the first thing that came to mind. But also yeah. it's, it's, of course, a never ending appreciation for this tradition and how it developed. I don't know, it, it's, it's very, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of this tradition, you know, we're entering a new year. We're coming out of a pandemic. How strong do you feel like jazz is at this point? Like in the community that you're in and just overall, your debut's out. How strong do you feel the jazz community is? Mm, that's a, that's an interesting question. You know, some people might disagree with me, but I think it's just, this is really my perspective. I think it, I think now more than ever, um the boundaries have um there's so much cross um uh, within the genres yeah. people are just um with with all this access to everything else going on in the world that we have i think i think jazz and and um and different genres really really open their doors and it's just so much a lot of things are happening within one week we might call jazz but um and even myself i sometimes it's I, i'm scared to say that i'm i'm purely jazz singer or jazz composer because i i think the the music that i write really carries so so many other traditions and and i see that a lot in in my colleagues and in, in the world overall have uh, right now um which I love, honestly. Yeah. I think I think that brings us closer to each other, and yeah. and that's very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my observation. Well said. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I think I noticed a lot of new elements were coming into the jazz idiom. There was a lot of electronic elements. There was just all of these new things that were getting interjected into it. And it almost seems a little bit like it was the Miles vision. You know, he yeah. really did want to expand the vernacular of this art form to not have any barriers. I mean, that was originally why it came around. I mean, when the practitioners of bebop were making it, there was this whole idea of the old figs, the the guys that were in the swing big band era, and then you had these new cats. And I think there's levels of that that are just going to continue to accentuate. Now they'll have different labels, but there's going to yeah. be that that still that mission that we're going to expand this because it's like space. There's no wall. It doesn't end. There, there's just going to be stars as far as you travel, you know, so it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. No, um, and it and it just happens so naturally, you know. I think, um, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, it's. Um, and I'm curious to see where things are going to develop. How it also challenges you in a way because um, it almost you don't you don't even want to uh, stay in certain boundaries. Yeah. 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 You want to expand out for sure. So let's get to the essence of you. Everyone has this perception of you, family, friends, fans, it's your debut album, but you're in control of everything. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, I think as a well, I'm as honest, I think I'm very honest in my music. So so it really reflects in music as well. And I think I, you know, I come very, I come from a very like rich culture and very the culture that you, you can't live in Armenia and don't care, not carry that um, all of the traditions and, and the mentality and everything. And it just somehow, um, um, Every Armenian, I feel like, feels this is the, the no matter how far you are, you you really carry that. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think I have. Um, I'm someone who really honors traditions, and and I honor that in others as well. I love love learning about uh, about you know. Uh, my friends who or people who where they come from and what I I love learning about ancestors. I feel like we carry so much of yeah. that, and sometimes we don't even acknowledge. Um, uh, I have a lot of curiosity for that, and and um, but at the same time, I'm very experimental. <laughs> I like to I like to see how you know I want to crop you know break the walls and see what I can do. But at the same time, there's side of me who really is it almost grounds me and re reminds me all the time where I come from or what are the things that really core values that, that I have that I carry. And um, yeah, it's, I don't know if this makes sense. But yeah, it makes yeah, it makes total sense. So the debut album is Distance. It's out now. Where's the best place to get it? And if anybody wants to catch you live now that the new year is opened up, how how can they do that? Yeah, well, it's available on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, everything, and it's also available on Bandcamp. You can purchase the 
we also I also have physical CDs. I don't know if people still use those, but <laughs> right. some people buy them, and yeah. uh, which is I think at this point it's almost like a souvenir. But yeah, um, yeah you can purchase them on Bandcamp. They're also available on my website, AstecMusic.com. Um, so yeah. I think everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's all over the place. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for opening up. Thanks for talking about your world of music and the album. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time, John. Thanks for listening and tuning into another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Boston, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to her for her time, energy, and story. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. This to make us behave quietly Hath our different end of the earth, of the earth. Neon Jazz.